Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day listeners. Hello listeners. How are you this day? <laughs> I, I remember the episode we did a few days ago, Coxie. Uh, actually, it was last Tuesday, I think. Mm, you, I, uh, I remember you saying, how are you this fine Tuesday morning? And it was like, well, you've assumed it's fine and that it's morning when, when our listeners are tuning in. So uh, nice, nice catch there, Coxie. Any day you wake up is a fine day, surely. I reckon every day is a great day. They they um, have different opportunities for growth and personal development buried within them, though. That is the biggest <laughs> light of waffle I think that's ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> Some days suck, and Ooh. that's okay because there's days that suck and there's days that rock. And today is a day that rocks, Coxie. Do you know why? Because it's Tuesday and you're talking to me. <laughs> Now, that is called sifting through the dirt to find the gold, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a great <laughs> nugget of gold. Great <laughs> nugget of something. No, today's a great day because it's another day ending in Y and I woke up this morning and I'm alive and the sun came up again, even though I can't see it behind the clouds, but I know it's there. It's glowing, mm. a big ball of flame in the sky. And we get to have another day at... Uh, Having a crack at stuff, getting better at trying things, listeners. It's uh, every day is another opportunity to to just get a little better, or try a little harder, or think a little deeper. Um, so you can tell that I've been out in the wilds in the last yeah. twenty four hours. Very. No, I'm not even going to try and say it on Tuesday morning. I'll bumble the word. You, philosophical. Thank you. You've been thinking very deep over the weekend, Warwick. Next few uh, days, the- rest has done you a world of good. You've come back refreshed and renewed. That's an interesting concept, isn't it, Coxie? Mm, it is an interesting mm, Fancy that. <laughs> and, yes, I love a bit of forest bathing. Uh, Mrs. Woz and I headed over to um, the west coast of Tassie. Well, not the actual coast. Like they, they refer to it as the west coast, which is an area the size of probably Greenland or something. But um, – out into the wilds, up near Cradle Mountain, we went for a, a beautiful walk and we saw waterfalls. And usually I do a bit of thinking and pondering. And I just come back feeling a little more hopeful, I think, Coxie. Oh, this is refreshing and deeply pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing at all like what we talked about in our episode plan. No. <laughs> we can do that tomorrow. Uh, but it is... Um, I was I was pondering this this morning over my coffee after doing my mobility session. Uh, it it's about hope, I think. Nick, I was reading some comments in our groups and and I was actually messaging with a couple of uh, of our members, and one of them's going through a pretty tough time at the moment, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was I was messaging him this morning at about uh, I don't know, it would have been five thirty, quarter to six. Yep. And What's that, sorry? That's tradie hour. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that's when they're jumping on. Mm-hmm. And 
I I just encouraged that person to, I guess, keep the hope going mm. and and be hopeful and not be too hard on oneself. And, um, you know, as I said at the end, it was a cheesy um, quote that falling down is compulsory and getting back up is optional. And I find that that, that uh, opportunity we have to stand up again every time is actually a little point of personal power. You know, we can actually choose when the government's telling us we're not allowed to do this and that and we have to stay one and a half metres away and we've got all sorts of shenanigans going on in the building and construction industry and other trade industries, automotive, you know, there's all these regulations and the economy, blah, 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 blah. The, the thing that can't ever be taken away is our choice to keep going or to choose how we want to see things. And as cheesy as my intro to this podcast may have sounded, it's me choosing to be hopeful for all sorts of things. And uh, that feels it feels quite powerful, Coxie. It's pretty hard to find hope sometimes, Warwick. Oh, people say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab hold of that and give it a shake. <laughs> then I might take you back, though, because let's be pretty. Uh, let's lay ourselves bare a little bit in this episode, or I'm throwing the challenge down at your feet, actually, because Ooh. I would have thought, in the, some of the conversations you and I have been having in the last few weeks, that hope can be very hard to find. So I look forward to hearing you challenge that one. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you right back. I think that was a left hook you just threw. Yeah, but you duck and weave really well. <laughs> I'm about to as well. <laughs> I agree with you that – well, actually, I don't agree that it's hard to find. I think hope is everywhere. Hope's right under our noses. I think what's hard and what I have found personally incredibly difficult over the years at various times is to acknowledge the fact that it exists. Mm-hmm. And to choose it because Mm -hmm. it, in some weird warped way, feels better to to be be or feel hopeless and to feel despair and exasperation and frustration. They just become such automatic responses that I actually think the difficulty is in acknowledging that Hope is under our noses. Like It always has been for me in my life. And when I look back over some of the times where I've capitulated and felt like I couldn't go on and quite a number of those times I've uh, probably reached out to you and other important people in my life that I think what they've done is pointed out that, hey, was it's right there in front of you. Mm. You just got to pick it up, mate. And that's been really hard, Coxie. Yeah, it is hard. I think that's the point. It's prob- Sometimes it's really easy to, I'm going to say the word wallow, but that's not always applicable. Sometimes it's just much easier to be stuck mm. because we don't have to be vulnerable or brave enough to look outside of where we're sitting and see that there is hope. Mm. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to ask for help. It's hard to admit to yourself or others that there's a problem or you're facing a tough time, or even just that you felt like shit for a good period of time and you want to feel better, um, sometimes it's it's 
hard, difficult, challenging to put your hand up and be that vulnerable to start to look again for the hope. So I, I do agree with you and I'm going to throw that at you lots of times <laughs> in the future. Like, You're going like, to remind right, me of this hey. next time I send you a message like, Coxie, I don't want to play today. <laughs> Everything's shit and I'm out. <laughs> I will be sending you a message to remind you, are you looking for the hope here today, Warwick? Or are we just Have you listened to episode – have you, li- have you listened to episode 140 of our podcast? <laughs> Might be a good reminder. Um, we, through extreme pressure here in our household, we found some great ways to deal with this um, on a day-to-day basis. So through a particularly rough period in our life, we found that, you know, the 3 a.m. wake up or actually it was more like, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, you know, those nights, those times when when things are so stressful and so difficult, it feels like or it's easy to only see that there's nowhere to turn or, or nowhere to go, nobody to talk to, you're full of shame and guilt and, and all of those horrible feelings that I would hope nobody ever has to feel. Um, we had to find some tools because the two of us were in it for the first time ever. I, it's not often that uh, I capitulate. I've been blessed with a sunny disposition, which means that I can normally find the hope at my feet um, pretty quickly mm. to get stuck very often. But yep. for this period of time, there was a good three months where the two of us, my husband and I, were incredibly stuck and we had to force ourselves to find some tools. And you know those tools were the simplest of things? They were things like putting on a podcast. So. At one o'clock when we would wake up, rather than sit there and discuss the stuff that hadn't changed from the three weeks beforehand and was really out of our hands and we could do nothing about, we chose to put on a podcast. Now, there were some parameters around that podcast and a lot of them were reminding us that there was hope. So, it was finding the positive podcast and there's plenty out there um, that would remind us, you know, in the depths of the morning when you're feeling the worst because there's nothing lonelier than being awake at that time and worried. Um, those podcasts were like a, a, a light that meant that we could rest, I suppose. We rarely yeah. slept, but we could rest again. Uh, and then that tool became a tool that we used all day, every day. It wasn't just a tool that we would use at nighttime anymore. It would be any time we couldn't control our thoughts anymore. We would put on a really positive podcast and be something we'd share it. Like it'd be, we'd agree that this is the, the, we'd listen to this particular podcast or this particular episode this week so that we then had something positive to talk about together. Um, So it was a a little tool that we could find and use in our day-to-day lives that nobody needed to know about. Uh, I still haven't shared a lot of what went on in that time for our family, Um, but we could personally start to work on finding a little bit of hope that, yeah, just was at our feet really. And as you well know, the world was well and truly coming down around our shoulders. Mm. Uh, You can still find hope. There is always some small little bit of something that you can be grateful for. And it's wanky as now I'm sounding. (laughs) (laughs) That gratitude and that hope is enough to, I guess, keep shining the light on the path to get out of where you're at one step at a time. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that we say things like, oh, you know, it's really wanky or woo-woo or whatever, and yet I think a lot of people have found, sadly, through the rona and, and the upheaval of the last, well, probably 12 months for a lot of people here in Australia. We had 
you know, drought and bushfires. Well, okay, the last 20 years. But <laughs> through a lot of that, I think people are realising that the woo-woo and the, the wanky stuff, in inverted commas, is actually, the, in a lot of cases, the most important stuff, but it's certainly what makes the biggest difference. Mm. Because getting a grip on the woo-woo means you can actually keep your grip on all the other stuff in your life. Mm. The finances, the team issues, the stuff going on with kids and schooling and ex-spouses and, you know, sick animals and all sorts of things that that face us on a day-to-day basis. Uh, without the woo-woo, that stuff gets really, really hard. Mm. And And that's when to come back to what we've been talking about in this episode, that's when I think it gets really difficult for people, including me, to just look down at our feet and go, wow, there's all this hope down there. I don't know how to pick it up or I don't think I can or I haven't learned how to. So I, not surprisingly, agree with you. Did I I just change my position to agree with you, Nicole? (laughs) Is that what just happened there? I feel like I've just been, um, what's the term for that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm glad that you pointed it out because I was coming with it. <laughs> uh, but definitely fostering hope. I've, I've read a lot of stuff over the years and, and most recently um, by some sort of pop psychologists that hope is really dangerous and you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, use hope as a, as a thing to keep you going. And it's like, well, without it, what is there? I There's know. Things like purpose and meaning, and that's fine too. I think they're really critical aspects of, of continuing on as a business owner and a parent and a, and a partner, as a human. But I feel like hope is one of those things that just, it's like an injection of smiles and energy and possibility it's like if you if you clinging to hope and you don't have the other aspects of life in order then yeah that can be well i think it can be not enough Mm. hope alone but a life without hope to me is is a pretty dull life i think meaning and purpose can be much harder to find than hope and often hope is the shortcut to getting to meaning and purpose because through hope we have a reason to get up and strive and that helps with our sense of meaning and purpose. They're all, I mean, it's a big giant roundabout and we've spoken a lot about roundabouts in one form or another in the last two weeks. <laughs> um, but, I usually get stuck on them a lot on these episodes. <laughs> we do. But we, uh, without hope, the meaning has less, purpose has less. You need hope to... Um, find the drive, I suppose, to find the meaning and the purpose. I feel that it's the critical element and it's the minimum of what we all need with a little bit of hope that, you know, one day I'll get a holiday or I'm going to keep working and try and find a way to communicate with my partner or, oh, my goodness, my whole world feels like it's falling down. I just can't put a foot right. But you know what? Gosh, it's a beautiful day out there today. Have a look at that sunset or – yeah. I hope that I'm able to communicate better with my children and that might be the first step to actually then finding ways to communicate better. Hope is the essential element for me uh, f- 
to find meaning and purpose. Yeah. I feel like hope is uh, is like a can of start, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love working on the farm as a uni student because I, I um, worked as a farm labourer for a couple of years uh, to help pay my way through uni. And the old diesel Massey Ferguson tractors that we used to drive around always needed like half a can of start your bastard to get them going in the morning. <laughs> and I reckon hope is like that for, for a lot of us where if you've got hope, you can sort of get started. Yes. You can get out of bed. You can pick up the phone and ring that problem customer. You can face your ex in a tricky conversation about, you know, co-parenting or whatever might be going on. And I I, I really do see a lot of people that when they have – hope they can actually just make a move towards back towards their purpose or their meaning or their why and uh yeah i i think to deny that hope is an important part of motivation and action i think is um i think it's a bit sad actually and i think it's it's dangerous mm. so that was a convoluted disagreement that we agree on <laughs> We tend to do that. <laughs> There's actually something very interesting that we can dovetail into the back end of this episode, seeing as though it Ooh, is a Tuesday episode. It is a Chucky Norris. Yes, it is a little. And we're still not going where we were talking about, but we can maybe do that for Wednesday's episode. But yeah. um, often if you and I have a – I'm not going to call them disagreements because I don't think we have disagreements, but if we disagree on something or we have uh, – differing opinions on something, it's often because of the way we've communicated to one another. It's not necessarily that we're actually opposite in what we're thinking or talking about. It's often that uh, the the words we've used around trying to communicate our message haven't landed the way we thought they would. Mm. So I wonder how often in some of these critical conversations we're having either with staff or with partners or with clients – if it's simply that our message isn't landing the way we thought that it might and therefore it appears that somebody's disagreeing with what we're saying when in actual fact it could be a whole lot simpler if we could find a different way to explain it. Because often when you and I have those points, it will take some time, we come back and we try and explain it again and we find a commonality and a way forward. It's not. It's pretty rare you and I have differing, totally differing opinions. It does happen. Pretty rare. Usually, um, (laughs) always off air. Usually, it's that we've thought about it from different angles, even though the end goal is the same. I'm not sure if I'm really languaging this very well. Um, But I wonder how many, you know, when we're talking about losing hope because life's tough, you know, shit's happening at work, the staff Mm. let you down, you're arguing with the missus or the mister. Um, the clients are upset, a lot of that can be just brought back to communication and those conversations that we're having and maybe they're just not converting the way you thought. They're not maybe explaining the point. And I think the other thing that we forget all the time, and as a parent of young men in particular, I see this actually, I'll call my daughter out here as well, she's the same, they often aren't telling you what they think they're saying. In their head they feel they've communicated really well that this is my issue, mum, but in actual fact they've only given you three sentences about a much larger problem 
And I wonder how often in our communication with others around us, both in our team, our clients and our, our um, life partners, whether we're just not communicating the entire message. Not only is it not landing well, we haven't told them all the other balls that we're holding in the air when we're talking to a or we haven't explained all the conflict that's going on with the job to the staff members so they get a better of understanding of where our heads are at or we haven't been clear enough in our communication with the client about their expectations and managing their expectations and we're setting about this whole trauma of conflict and and I guess what feels like failure in our lives mm. which can take away that hope which can mean that that hope is really hard to feel or find. And I wonder if we came back to thinking about our language and how we talk and what we're actually saying and have we thoroughly communicated what we're trying to say, if that would be enough to help us find a little bit of hope. Okay, I don't think I explained that very well. I'm going to go to my <laughs> find my staff member and try and explain that again in a way they can understand. Yeah. Maybe finding hope is as simple as um, coming back to our words and thinking about how we use those. Yeah, and there's so many ways to do it, Coxie. Uh, but just if I hope I do better next time, then that means there is a next time and yes. I can actually have another go. Yes. Uh, if I hope tomorrow is better than today turned out to be, you know, if you're listening to this at, at 11 p.m. or something because you're plowing through more paperwork and today was another one of those custard days, if you hope that tomorrow is a little bit better than today – it just it creates a little crack in that brick wall that I can't go on anymore. Yes. With whatever it is. So I don't mean in a catastrophic way necessarily, but it's just, you know, I think weekends give a lot of people that hope just by default because they take a break as we started at the front of this episode with me having a break over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And you and I spend a lot of time online. You certainly spend a lot more time in social media than I do. And that can get very hard to be a part of, you know, 14, 16 hours a day. It's a heavy seven space. Seven days a week in reality. Yeah, it is. It's a very heavy space to play in. And I don't and so, think. Sorry, yeah, go. <laughs> no, you I talk about that. you. <laughs> keep talking over the top of each other again, but hopefully the quality of the sound is far better for you, listener, because that's what this experience is about. You as a listener, not me as a talker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those little gaps, those little um, pattern breaks, just allow us to look down at our feet and say, oh, there's some hope there. I might pick it up today. And that can be... The beginning of a change. You know, we've seen some of our members, in particular our drawing board members, who came to us almost out of hope reserves. Mm. And certainly some of them at the point where they could see that there was hope on the ground at their feet, but it's like, I, I, no, I can't. Matter of fact, I don't even think it's real, that hope. Mm. that possibility and we've seen those people especially and their businesses and I and I I don't want to sound like I'm overstating this but they've literally transformed themselves their marriage their business 
in 90 days, three months. Mm. And I really feel like that just came from them not so much talking to us, Coxie. I mean, you and I create the space with that particular product and that membership level, but in talking to other people in the same place or have been in the same place saying, yeah, I know how you feel. I was there once and you know what? I found a way to bend down and pick up some of that hope and holy crap, things started to change. I don't think there is a single thing more validating than being told by a peer that they've been in that space or they understand that space or this is how I got out of that space. I don't think there's anything more validating than understanding you're not alone. And I think as business owners, very often we think we're alone and particularly as trade business owners, we don't share a lot of this stuff. Trade business owners are not particularly good at being vulnerable and putting their hand up and saying, this is the shit I'm going through right now. They're not Mm. great at being able to share those feelings and therefore they're not getting the validation that they so desperately need because Mm. we have all been in tough spots. And in our drawing board in particular, we get to share those tough spots And if we're doing really well at the moment, we get a reminder of how hard it has been at various times. And even better still, we get to help share the tools that we use to get out of that space with our fellow board members. Or if we're the one in that tough space, there's a real encouragement within those groups to share where we're at and what's going on. It's part of the structure that we put in place so that it's a comfortable, safe space to do so. And watching the relief, I I can't get over it. A lot of what you and I do is sitting back and observing and helping steer and direct the ship. But to sit back, it is such an honour and a gift to sit back and watch the relief washing over their faces when they realise, A, I'm not alone, and B, oh, my goodness, I've just been given three different ways to get out of this space that I'm in at the moment. I've just got to find what fits best for me. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. Oh, I I feel like I get more out of – facilitating our drawing board sometimes than our members because I'm just sitting there feeling ridiculously um, satisfied. Is that the right word, Coxie? Fulfilled for these people who are getting this shift and change and growth. And, you know, to to read comments from tradie wives saying that, their husband is now doing this and he's changed this behavior and he's agreed to do that and she's been trying to get him to do it for years and that they're communicating about things without arguing and, you know, having regular meetings Mm. about the business and that's now giving hubby time to actually, you know, pick the kids up and it's just that's that's the stuff. You know what? It gives me hope, Coxie. Yeah, very true. Me too. And we want to give you a whole bunch of hope, listener. This week, we are having our very first ever online 90-day planning session. Did you see what I did there, Warwick? I I almost, there was a little bit of sick in my mouth, Coxie. That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) But we're running, look, this is something we normally uh, reserve for our our drawing board and tradepreneur members, so our very high-level members. But we've decided as a go and get stuffed to the first half of this year and open it up to everybody for free. You don't even need to be a trade desk member for this. You can just come along, enjoy your 90-day planning session and say goodbye. But, you know, the best thing is you're going to come out of it with a tool to help navigate through the next 90 days and get your own fantastic results in your business. Now, all you need to do is go and find us on Facebook 
search tradies in business and you will find the events section on our page and you register there. That's it. We do the rest for you. We'll send you some emails. We'll send you a booklet. We will get you prepared. And then on Friday from 1 p.m., so that's Friday the 26th of June, 2020, for those of you listening later, bugger, you missed out. Sorry about that. But (laughs) those of you that are listening now, this Friday, 1 p.m., join us and a bunch of our members on a Zoom call and for three hours, that sounds intensive, but we are going to take a break. For three hours, we're going to take you through where you're at, where you'd like to go and how to get there. Simple as that. I'm going to help you put the steps in place so that you can start to walk towards where it is that you want to be. And that can be anything. It doesn't need to be huge. Not We're not asking you to 10x your business. We're asking you just to come and make some healthy goals that you'd like to achieve over the next little bit. And I'm going to help you find a way to put those single steps, action steps in place so that you start to walk towards that. So please come and join us. You must register. This is a live event. There'll be no replay. Uh, if you can't make it, I'm sorry, we can't redo this one. There will be another one in September. However, it will be for members only. So this is the one that you want to make time for in your business. Great. If you can get uh, your partner there as well, please don't come alone. Well, you can, but it's great if you can be there. Uh, and we're going to finish up with a little networking session and some drinks. And basically, that's just a good opportunity to pay out on Warwick which we seem to do every week. And he was going to eat this world's smelliest fish, but we can't, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I'm really disappointed. I'm that, sure you're not. <laughs> that COVID means I can't eat stinky fish <laughs> yet. The but I'm pretty sure Lydia up. is going to make sure it happens. So, <laughs> Shout out to Lydia, who's my new favourite member. Lydia is, a, is such a champion. Lydia is a champion. She's doing a great <laughs> job. And only only our tradies and business champions know what that means. So we'll, we'll take uh, to no one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have to be uh, anointed as a mm-hmm. tradies and business champion. Yeah. And Lydia is definitely one. So uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, as Nicole said, get along to our online uh, 90-day planning event, TIB90 is the Gen Y millennial tag for it. Almost sounds like uh, an Olympics or something. TIB90, yeah. Um, It's going to be cool. It's going to be sick. It's going to be rad. And um, we're going to help you find some hope. (laughs) We will. Hope for the next 90 days. We'll even give you the roadmap to find hope, like the big hope. Give you the steps, the step-by-step process to finding hope. That's really terrible. That's just shocking. Anyway, check us on uh, the Book of Faces and we will come at you with another episode, I hope, tomorrow. (laughs) Have a great day. I hope (laughs) you find some hope in your day. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.